0: Greetings in the name of our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Suffering sheep. That is what you are, Christian. You are a suffering sheep. In Ezekiel 34, verse 11, we hear the Lord say that he himself will search for his sheep and will seek them out. And in verse 16, he adds, I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak. Bind up the injured. Yeah, because suffering hurts, doesn't it? It's injurious to your soul, if not your body. And Jesus knows both. He suffered spiritual anguish and physical pain on the cross to bind up your injuries and strengthen you. That's what he says in John 10, isn't it? He uses the language of a sheep and shepherd, right? But he says that there are thieves and robbers who have come into the pasture to steal and to kill and to destroy. And you might wonder, steal, kill, destroy what? Whom, rather, is the better question. And the answer is you, dear Christian, the sheep. So Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who's a hired hand is not a shepherd. He doesn't own the sheep. He sees the wolf coming and he leaves the sheep and he flees. And then the wolf, that ancient thief, that killer, that destroyer, he snatches them. He scatters them. He flees because he's a hired hand and he cares nothing for the sheep. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. And yes, Lord, you are the good shepherd. Christ laid down his life. He didn't flee when he saw the devil coming to devour you, but stepped in between you and our old evil foe and took the snarly snaps, giving the evil one his life to save yours. Praise be to Jesus. This is the good news. This is the gospel. Now, St. Peter wrote in 1 Peter 2, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. First Peter 2, 21 to 25. Again, we praise Jesus. By his wounds, you have been healed. His suffering sheep has been strengthened. He has bound up your injuries and given strength to you who are weak. But for what purpose? Why does Jesus do this? Well, for life everlasting, right? We are talking about our eternal healing here. And because of that, because we have the medicine of immortality, And cannot be injured beyond restoration in Christ Jesus because you and I know that we will see our Redeemer on the last day with our very own eyes resurrected from the grave, our bodies imperishable and immortal, reunited with our souls. Because of that, we can live lives of courageous suffering in service to our neighbors, bringing them the good news of the good shepherds healing wounds truly as we as we hear because Christ also suffered for you leaving you an example so that you might follow in his footsteps 1 Peter 2:21 dear christian we are called to suffer peter was inspired to continue this teaching on suffering in chapters 3 and 4 and 5 it's all throughout the first letter it's a theme so that when you're slandered, those who revile you, your good behavior in Christ, may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. 1 Peter three thirteen to 17 And in 4, 1 and 2, we read, Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. For whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Who has to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, in this temporal life of ours, no longer for human passions, but now for the will of God, that being our aim. Sure, we sin. Sure, we are going to get sucked into that, but that is not our goal. Now our aim is to do the will of God. And suffering helps us do that as it disciplines our body, as it brings us closer to the cross, drives us to cling to the cross and how about 4 12 to 19 beloved do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you but rejoice in so far as you share christ's sufferings that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed if you're insulted for the name of christ You're blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or as a meddler. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name, for it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not know and do not obey the gospel of God? And if the righteous is scarcely saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? Therefore, let those who suffer according to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good. And finally, finally peter says in chapter 5 verses 6 to 11 humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of god so that at the proper time he may exalt you casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you be sober minded be watchful your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour resist Him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering that you're experiencing are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout all the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who's called you by his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion forever and ever. Amen. Suffering sheep, dear Christian, by Christ's wounds, you have been healed. Amen.